Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, episode 915. As we continue to look at seasons one through three of the epic series Snowfall, we're now at season two, episode six, The Offer. Um, quick recap, Franklin helps Alton, Teddy schools Matt, and Kevin gets the offer, an offer. Um, themes, family and betrayal. And it added also desperation too, but family and betrayal. We see throughout the course of this episode, people within their own families really are putting themselves in positions where decisions have to be made. Family members are in some ways the threats of some of our major characters or friends, in the case of course one one Kevin. And um, you know, tend we're, we're more than halfway through the season. So a number of these characters are being put in situations where someone is going to have to be is going to have to get betrayed. Like there's no, and we've seen, we've already seen uh, betrayal from the villain wave of family within. In terms of Pedro, we'll talk about that. So that was those are the two main themes uh, of this episode: family and betrayal. We begin with the deep dive, um, a scene that was that that had something to do with family and. Maybe so much not betrayal. Well, betrayal, yeah, it was some betrayal because of what transpired. Also, some this family dysfunction. Uh, so we have a scene where Franklin, um, where Rob, of course, Franklin's close friend, Rob's father, has stole two keys of Franklin's cocaine to fund his uh, to fund his movie studio. Of course, is to fund his uh, pornographic movie uh, studio and pictures and. He of course does not know that uh that Franklin was front that fronted robbed those uh two keys. He figures in his mind, um, Rob's dad is saying, Hey, I've raised you all these years in terms not in terms of Franklin, but in terms of Rob, my calculations uh that cost about two hundred thousand dollars. So when we get to this scene, it's Franklin, Jerome, Peaches, um you know, you have Rob and his dad, and basically, Rob's dad is is a sleazy piece of shit. Like he's absolutely a piece of shit. He his his justification for stealing, uh, you know, the the money, not nah, excuse me, the cocaine is just makes is just insane. Like like, it you know, there's no justification for it whatsoever. We we'll see, uh, what Rob has has had to deal with all his life, having a having a dad like that. He looks at the, you know, Rob, somebody complains to Rob about being basically a taker. You know, all you do is take, take, take. Even Jerome was like, you know, that's a fucked up thing to say to your dad. So it gets to a point to where Jerome, you know, tells him, hey, man, slap your daddy. And then Jerome, Jerome has, you know, Jerome has some of the best one-liners on on the show. And Jerome has Rob slap his dad. And a couple times... And of course, Rob doesn't go all out. This is his dad. You see Jerome, you know, take take lead, smack uh, smack his dad around, and really lay into uh, Rob's dad before Frank Franklin intervenes. Uh, Franklin, of course, they don't get. Of course, all the, the money is gone. Excuse me, the, the keys, the two keys are gone. Franklin, there's no way that the that the guy could make Franklin whole with because you know his company is going is you know the company is basically borderline bankrupt. Uh, they're you know they're losing money left and right, so Franklin semi gives basically gives Rob Rob a pass, 
uh, passed with this situation. The main part of this, this scene and the the main part of this scene was again the family dysfunction that you have a guy who thinks his son owes him something and doesn't see his son as you know there's no love here there's just pure there's just he sees his son as kind of like a business uh as a business and uh, as a as a thing per se even when they started talking started talking to franklin say hey uh you know we let you stay here and so on and so on uh put you you know you know i connected you with avi and that's how you got to this business so frank so we're dealing with a guy who there's no humanity from Rob's dad. Uh, he is strictly about the dollars and cents. Uh, everything is strictly transactional. And, you know, we see, you, listen, you see that, that, that is, you know, that is not just, the scene was just not made up per se. You know I mean, we see this, you see this in society with parents and kids and things of that nature where materialistic things get in the way of actual love and compassion and human connection. So I think the scene played off that extremely well. And it, again, explain that that that, <clears throat> that fathers, you know, it gave a you know uh, gave us a glimpse into the father son dynamic between Rob and his dad. And but despite all of this, you know, Rob still has, and despite the fact that you know his dad has been a piece of shit to him, he still has enough humanity and compassion. But generally, Rob's a good guy. Like Rob is generally, you know, generally Rob is a good guy on this show. Um, he still finds the compassion to tell Jerome, like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, he, you know, calmed down or whatever uh, in terms of slapping his dad. And, you know, and Jerome says, why do you give a shit? Well, because he's my dad. So Rob, she, Rob, his dad's piece of shit, being a piece of shit has not, it was, it was not, uh, has not been passed on to Rob. Rob does have compassion, does have humanity. Very uh, a funny, very hilarious scene because because of Jerome and just the whole scene in general. You know, Jerome's thinking they're gonna see naked women. They turns out there was a gay porn, and Jerome was of course let down by that. Uh, Franklin uh, again gives Rob a semi pass from the uh, basically a pa basically a pass. Says he's good for it, and there was there basically is nothing that Franklin could get out of the situation that's gonna help his organization. That's where Franklin is thinking at this, especially at this point in the season. Best scenes, uh, Matt and Teddy. So. Matt and Teddy go on a trip with Avi to Panama. They are going to, you know, just make sure that everything is is copacetic as far as their deal with the uh the, their arms deal. They want to make sure they have some insurance. Just you know, not never not never hurts to have it. no insurance when you're dealing with weapons and with guns and and drugs at times. You know, a little insurance doesn't hurt. So they go around there. They make the deal. Um. Teddy has another meet has a meeting with uh, Lorena, who is of course the wife of uh, the ki of Alejandro, who was killed at the of course the season finale of season one. So he leaves Teddy, he leaves Matt and Avi by themselves, which probably is not the best idea, but he had no choice. Avi, so they go in the hotel. The deal's been done. They're in the, this plush hotel. Avi's getting, uh, you know, is getting a massage. You know, he's getting in the size by a, a naked woman. Matt is just having the time of his life uh, getting, uh, you know, getting received oral sex from uh, from a woman. And, you know, and with the blinds open. Now, Matt is, of course, still, he's in the game, but he's not of the game, So, which is a difference. 
Teddy, of course, immediately almost goes into a panic because he know Teddy knows that this is all been orchestrated by the Panamanian by 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 the people who are watching them. They're trying to, you know, this has all been set up. These girls just didn't come up to him just out of nowhere because because of, of their looks. So they're using this in essence to have um, to get the one up on Matt on on Teddy and Matt to get to know more information. Teddy tells Matt, "Look, you know, did you use our names? Did you tell them CIA was part of CIA. What what did you say exactly?" Uh, and basically says, "Hey, none of these people are your friends." Like nobody's gonna give you anything. If somebody gives you something like that, is it has to be something that's in return, whether it be information or where or or certainly he says that their uh their phones were tapping the the place was bugged, which it probably was. So Matt, you know, gets a little lesson. Again, this is what Teddy is good. Um, when Teddy is at his best, because he knows he knows this business upside down, inside out. Um, when he's calm and when he's relaxed and when he's really in his bag from that standpoint, he, you know, Teddy, you know, understands the game and he again schools back to what's going on here uh, in, in regards to the CIA. And then, you know, we see them at the bar after Matt has, you know, finished, you know, uh, finished with the young lady. We see them go to the bar and really, and we get, we get us some background, some context on their live on their their upbringing, which is pure dysfunction. I mean, Teddy hates his father. Matt sympathizes and empathizes with the father. The their mother, we find out, walked completely out on out on him. And Teddy basically says, you know, her his father pushed her to do so. Matt says, nah, she was basically a piece of shit, and she walked out with with no regard uh, and didn't say anything. So they they end up toasting saying fuck both of them so that just gives you a sense of where they are at like what they had to go through uh in regards to their their background and they basically crack jokes face uh to say you know did, you know did you ever think that we would be here basically dealing arms in panama um then you know matt says you know in essence says no so we get a little background on matt the matt and teddy relationship or their family, the their family dynamic. You get Teddy, and you get Teddy really telling Matt, you know how this game is played, and how we gotta be careful about every move that's made. Uh, from that standpoint, Gabriella, Lucia, also, also the the, the last Marcus, stunt, uh, some of the last Marcus man, including Oso's brother. So they all meet at the warehouse. This is coming off, of course, Gabriella, uh, Lorena, uh, Soledad. Who you know, Lorena, whose real name is Lorena, shooting and killing Stomper and a couple of his men. Gabriella, of course, is the queen pin. She uh, comes in and she's having the trouble. They, you know, before they almost get into it with, uh, before they almost get into it with Oso and, and Gabriella, excuse me, and Lucia, because they know they know something that wasn't right. Something's going to miss with uh, Stomper and them not returning. They want you know. They said, of course, Lucille said they held up, held up their end of the bargain as far as the deal that they had. They were waiting, in essence, to get their um, to get their money. Uh, Lucille sends everybody. Gabrielle sends everybody out. Sends everybody out. She wants to talk to Lucille by herself. Now, Gabriella gives Lucille a background on her life and what her upbringing. She 
um, never was into, never was going to be a housewife. She never was going to have a lot of kids, have any kids or a lot of kids or any kids at all. She always has been about the game. And she sees right through Lucille and all the bullshit. She grabs her shoulder, which, of course, we know Lucille was shot, um, was shot last week. She basically turns, you know, what seemingly is an obstacle into into a clear advantage where she she able she's had forced Lucille to pay her a one point five million dollars five hundred thousand for every monarcha monarcha that was killed, and basically, and Lucille says in order to keep her life, in order Lucille to save her life, Lucille says I can give you the recipe, which of course we know Lucille doesn't have at this point. We'll get to that later on in the uh, podcast, but she, you know, we see a real queen pin at work uh in this in this in this during this scene and you know Gabriella just says hey you know if I had a daughter I would want her to be you I see your ambition I see what you uh what you desire and um so you see Gabriel you see the levels of this as much as as vicious as we think Lucille is which she which she can be Gabriella is like ten times is Gabriella is smarter been a game longer and she showed she again she saw right through Lucille and all the lies that she was telling during the, the initial part of the meeting. So you have that. So now Lucille and also are in a pickle, a rock in a hard place to say the least. We'll and we'll see how they respond. Uh Lucille also and Kevin. So this this is basically the final scene of the of, of the episode where you have uh, Lucille and also who have been turned down by Franklin, by the way, for the recipe. They met with Franklin earlier in the earlier episode and said, you know, wanted to make a trade for the recipe. We'll give you the persons who killed uh, Kevin's uh, cousin and, and Victor and D-Ray. Um, and Franklin just flat out says, no, like I can't. If it were anything else, yes, but I can't give you this. I This I can't give you. And he turns them flat out, turns them down. So, of course, they are desperate right now. Again, they understand how bad Kevin wanted uh wanted revenge. So they tap in the, they go to Kevin directly, go to his house after he, you know, brought some food for his family. So not only do they offer Kevin, they they not only do they offer Kevin the person who killed his cousin, they offer him a side deal, uh, in terms of a pure cocaine a pure cocaine connect that will not connect, but pure cocaine off the boat that will allow him to make some money aside from what he's doing with Franklin. So Kevin, they leave Kevin with a, a offer to ponder um, and we'll see how that turns out. And that's how the uh, episode wrapped up. MVP, Mia, who is the shelter advocate for, uh, of course, Ke- of course, of course, Alton. She encourages Franklin to help Alton out. Uh, she explains how that Alton has been clean since he's been out. Uh, Franklin was reluctant at first, but ends up he it does end up helping out out with, with some paperwork and allows out and you know uh, so out uh, so he gets out and basically he helps out and out uh, when he what then went to then uh, Nia you know then he tries to come on to Nia uh, and she immediately shoots him down because Nia knew that Nia knows that he's a drug dealer he's in the game in the game and listen you know never that is never bad to have someone watching your back uh, social worker at shelter advocate whoever those those uh, people in those careers do yeoman's work uh do a lot of work that doesn't get noticed unless you are in that particular field or in that where is education as well social workers so that 
she, in essence, probably saved Alden's life because who knows, you know, if he doesn't get the help from, from, from her and Franklin doesn't help him, he may have went, he may have went back to the bottle. Um, and, you know, again, anytime you're dealing with addiction, there's a fine line with, uh, you, there's a fine line between being clean and going back to that lifestyle is a very thin line. That's why, you know, you see, you'll see God, people who are out who are 25 years sober, still going to meetings. So she's the MVP, uh, for helping out, out, or it can easily be Gabriella as well for the move that she pulled, um, turning a situation that, you know, could have been, that was messy into her advantage to get one, in essence, $1.5 million out of it. But, uh, Nina, I gave Nina the uh, MVP of this episode. That's going to wrap it up this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I will see you next time as we look at episode seven of, of the hit series, Snowfall, The World is Yours. Uh, again, these last four episodes are going to be tremendous as the season, the season went out, ended with a, uh, it ended just with a bang in essence. Like these last four episodes where things really got rolling, you're going to see some portrayal you're going to see uh you know these characters continue to evolve and who knows we might see the return of louis back into the mix i will see you next time have a great rest of your weekend so long with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.